Christmas Gordano listeners. Indeed, it, Christmas Tebay, I'd go so far as to oh, say. Well, why not? It, it is indeed Christmas Gorday. Gorday, God, God. God Day. God. Christmas God Day. God Day. No, no ill. Jesus Day. Oh dear, that's all. It's all very confusing. It's very you'd confusing. You thought it? after thirty, what well, sixty-two combined years on this planet, William, this we would true. have worked it out by now. But it's still a mystery thought. to me. Yes, I still don't entirely understand it, but I go along with it anyway. You're listening to Sorry Night Service. <laughs> it's like sex in that respect. <laughs> Christmas well, or Sorry Night in Service. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, why don't you listen up and listen to the forthcoming podcast and decide for yourself whether Sorry Night in Service is like, you know. Mm, yes. Yes. Uh, or not. Either way, you're probably going to be feeling slightly ashamed. <laughs> Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. The Christmas special show. Do you pre-record? So don't email in you. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Christmas special. Sorry, it's a pre-recorded Christmas special. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Christmas special. Sorry, not in service. It's a pre-record. Keep away. Shut up. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this, the pre-recorded Christmas special of your favourite show and mine. And mine. Uh, sorry, not in service. Um, and uh, we are at Christmas. Yes, that's right, yes. sir. In the midst of it. Yes. I can, can you feel it, Will? Mm, yes, I can. You know what? Can you feel it more it's now? A, it's a special tingling feeling, isn't it? Is, it, isn't it? There's a special... T- Really reaching all the extremities of your body—that strange tingling feeling that is Christmas. <laughs> that's that's right. And William, would you would you indulge me in pulling this cracker? Just okay. to start the festivities off with a with a pop. Christmas. That bang. There we are. Bang. So, I, uh, I win. Yes. So uh, uh, um, and and uh, what do we find inside a cracker? Well, a purple thing has fallen out. Okay, let's have a look at this purple thing. It is a. It's a hair clip. Oh which right. Is, of okay. Course, German for Mister Clip. <laughs> so. We've got a Christmas hat. Simon, Simon, this early in the show, would you like to hear a Christmas joke? Oh, well, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. I imagine at this point our listeners are all very tired of Christmas jokes, but, um, well, here we go. A barrel of beer fell on a man's head, but he... Wa- Now, listeners, there's, there's, there's nothing more extraordinary on a Christmas day than seeing your younger brother try to attach Mr. Clip to, um, <laughs> to his crotch zone. So, uh, what, a, what a wonderful spirit we have in the studio here Excellent. this evening. The spirit of Christmas there, alive and kicking and getting involved in clips and crotch zones. <laughs> exactly, sir. Now, William, as it's such a special and auspicious day... Isn't it auspicious? That's right. Just looking out the window. Yep, it's auspicious. Yep. Why not have a... Formatting point of the show! And now, listeners, normally it would be anecdotes from our previous fortnight, but we thought it would be fun, William. Yes. Didn't we think it would be fun? Oh, wouldn't it just be fun? And and sort of, you know, less hard work. Yeah, um, true. To, um, to do um, sort of favourite anecdotes from Christmas gone past. Christmas gone past, yes. Yes, yes that's right. <laughs> so, um, why not, Will? Let's yes. throw this um, uh, cracker carcass. Yes, okay. And see who goes first. Yep, so, uh, well, the, the cracker carcass has the, spoken. The, the cracker carcass has spoken, and I thought I might like to speak about my favourite part of Christmas, Simon. Certainly so. Um, animals at Christmas. Oh. Now, we all know that at Christmas it's important to get a dog. Oh, <laughs> and how. <laughs> and how. Ideally boxed. Yes, first thing For your first. convenience. Yes, precisely. And you know what? That is a, an intriguing point, Simon, because even if they don't arrive boxed, mm-hmm. Frequently, what we've had happen is that animals, specifically one of them, will decide to box himself. Now, we're talking about uh, the dogs at our parental home. Is this correct? We are indeed. We're specifically talking about uh, Maxwell, who belongs to our, our younger brother, Richard. Certainly. And um, his tendency, I think every year for the past three years, maybe now, what's happened is when there's a large amount of wrapping paper, he's all excited at Christmas... The wrapping paper goes into a bin bag, you know, oh, to be, uh, you know, to be t- to be Ooh. taken away and uh, and uh, crushed crushed down and um, made into bedding. And um, every single time, Maxwell will peer in this bag and then, with his head down, looking a little bit morose, walk into it. <laughs> 
He's not a big Jack Russell. You know, he's quite small for a Jack Russell, but mm. it, yeah, he fits nicely into a bin bag full <laughs> of wrapping paper. And is there a more seasonal sight, Simon? I Shut ask you, is there a more seasonal sight than the carcass of a present that growls at you <laughs> and rustles around? True. Uh, just for the record, listeners, uh, in case any of you are fans of the RSPCA, oh. uh, we don't send Maxwell off to be turned into bedding. He, Wait, he's, well, he's just, no, well, not mean, yet, anyway. He'd be certainly. the angriest bedding of all time. <laughs> so uh, so there, was a, there was a Christmas anecdote there, wasn't there, Will? There was a Christmas anecdote there, Simon. May, may, may I do one? Why don't you throw the bit of uh, cracker carcass and we'll see whether it's, like, it's my turn. Yep, there we go. That's uh, a really? resounding uh, vote of confidence for young Simon here. Uh, William, I remember a specific Christmas where you and I uh, had jolly japes. And, um, jolly japes? Yeah, in the week leading up to the Christmas Day, yes. uh, we um, systematically stole uh, items from <laughs> every other member of the family's uh, personal effects. This uh, is true. Richard's um, uh, clothes washing bin in his bedroom... Mum's yeah. um, tape dispenser. Tape, uh, solid tape dispenser. Dad's. Good timing just before Christmas. <laughs> dad's, uh, what did we steal of Dad's? I can't for the life of me remember. No, it was something of Dad's that we stole. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in, in the lead yeah. up to Christmas. Uh, nobody said anything in, in, in the was week. It one of his hats. Uh, it might have been one of his hats. Let's say it's one of his hats. And then uh, we carefully wrapped all of them, <laughs> <laughs> presented them to different people. So Dad opened up Richard's washing basket. Yeah, Richard opened Mum's tape dispenser, which was like uh, like difficult because he was quite pleased with it in some respects. <laughs> yeah. And Mum went, "That's mine." <laughs> yes, well done, Mum. <laughs> I wonder where that had gone, <laughs> especially in the lead up to Christmas. <laughs> So, in hindsight, I'm not even entirely certain how we wrapped it. No, I'm not sure either. But well, with great gusto, I would imagine. Yeah, and, uh, the, uh, the enormous aplombs assertion that uh, <laughs> the assertion that we were doing the right thing. So, listeners, that's one maybe for next year. Steal and then regift, regift. Yes, it's just free cycling, really, isn't it? That's right, in the most pointless, <laughs> sarcastic way possible. <laughs> Bethlehem. Uh, there was a lovely scene. Yep, that, that's right, which we all remember fondly. So, um, listeners, um, <laughs> it's of course Christmas Day. You're looking quite good for 2,000 years old. <laughs> Thanks. Quite good. <laughs> quite good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, um, William, it is of course Christmas Day, and uh, the exchange of gifts is, is, oh. the, is the order. It's the main thing, isn't it? It's paramount, Certainly. I would say. It's yeah. universal. Yeah. It's, um... As Jesus lay there in his cot, did he Fox not Studios. say, give me some f***ing presents? <laughs> he did indeed, Simon. <laughs> he really did. Render unto me that gold, thou beardy mother <laughs> Pre-record. <laughs> so, William... Uh, I would like you, if you would be so kind, to close your eyes. They are closed, and I have put my hands in front of my eyes. I have gone weirdly, like your lad from the fall. Right, Now, okay. I uh, hear rustling. Right, here we go. Here's, here's one present for you. Well, these are all unwrapped, because I don't much care for you. So, um, open them. What? Oh, remove your hands from your eyes. Okay. And open your eyes. Okay. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got there, Will? I've got... Somehow, I have a DVD of geraniums. <laughs> That's right, sir. Geraniums, brackets, pelagoniums, for people who can't spell geraniums. <laughs> Certainly. So that William there is a 90-minute DVD all about geraniums. Simon. What now? Simon. Yes, sir. Um, you do know that I've got a problem with one of the hosts. No issue with that. No issue with Harry Smith, right? No issue oh, the with... host of the DVD, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no issue with David Clark, but Anne Swithenbank is... A bit of a nightmare. Oh, really? You know her? Yeah, I do know Anne Swithenbank. Oh, Simon. dear listeners, now this has taken a rather dark turn, hasn't it? Well, it has taken a bit of a dark so turn. The, the host of the Geraniums DVD, William was not very fond of. So, William, would you mind telling us what happened between you and Anne Swithenbank? Um, uh, she uh, accused me of being um, somewhat flirtatious with a rose when I was in. in I was just trying to find out what it was. Oh, yeah, no. you see, I said it smells sweet. Yeah, and then I was all like leaning into a window at night, dressed in black, going, "But what is it? What is it? What's it called?" 
And uh, yeah, so, you know, we've, we've got difficulties and I'm not really allowed to go anywhere near her. But this will be the first time I've been able to see her for quite some time. Crikey, Moses. Yeah, so to go well, in 10 miles. Maybe, maybe, the, uh, maybe Chris, this Christmas will bring you two together again. I hope not. Oh, and it's good to see this uh, DVD is exempt from BBFC uh, classification. Yes. It's not, I didn't pick up the dirty one. No, you didn't, did no, you? No, no, I didn't. I, I was, I was very good. So, please with your present, there, Will. Uh yes. A warning for private domestic use only. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's one for <laughs> late nights when the lady's gone to bed. <laughs> I'm going to nip downstairs, huddled in front of my laptop with my headphones on, watching geraniums from Thompson and Morgan with that cowbag and Swithenbank. Oh dear. Well, that was a very, uh, well, it was, it was an edgy song there. It really was, Lots Simon. Lots of talk of ass. That's true. Which is American for rear end. Yes, precisely. And, um, and it also uh, dealt with the death of Father Christmas. Well, in many respects, Simon, didn't Father Christmas die in the 4th century? <laughs> in many ways, yes. In many ways, yes. But he lives on in our memories and in our purchasing behaviour. Simon! <laughs> what now? Pull me! Certainly, sir. That's the sound of me coming. That's the sound of you. Want to finish that sentence? Do you want to finish that sentence, there, please? For my sake and the listener's sake, and my street cred. That's the sound of you. Please say something, because this is still the sound of you. I'm not saying anything, Simon. What did you win? Three playing cards. Three, just two three. of them sort of double-sided, double double-backed, and one with an ace and a king on the other side. Uh, William, uh, what award goes to designers of door knockers? <laughs> Actually, no, I can't read that out. It's got the c word on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> William, would you mind awfully giving me a present? Of course, I will, Simon. Like a latter-day Jesus, you're about to be presented with something on Christmas Day. <laughs> Like a latter day Jesus, in many respects. Like a latter day Jesus. Yeah. And uh, you, by your own admission, by, by Simon's own admission, he has started with a bad present for me. And so I'm going to <laughs> continue this. Um, I'm going to continue this with a uh, similar um, uh, manner of form. Simon? What now? Behold! <laughs> it's another DVD, listeners. It is a DVD two, because that's what you get at Christmas. Two pounds. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just take the label off. I'm there. not taking any of the price labels <laughs> off. I never do. It's a it's a BBC Ground Force DVD. It we is. all remember Ground Force, of course. Oh, with Charlie and her Dimmocks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's the the. There's a subtitle underneath Ground Force. Is that called a subtitle? It's the, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, in italics. The Titchmarsh years. Yeah, precisely. Which raises a significant question in my mind, Simon. Yeah. When when were the not Titchmarsh years of Ground Force? But I mean, Ground Force is, it can be a military term, can't it? So maybe it's like all the non. Well, this is true. All the non military so invasion. The and... subsequent DVD releases are largely just about <laughs> storming into Iraq and what? And they are referred to as the non Titchmarsh years. <laughs> That's the. Uh, no, well, that's extraordinary, well. isn't it? Just yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember Dad being an enormous fan of Charlie Dimmock. He really was, wasn't he? Isn't she strong? Isn't she just? Can't she move a wheelbarrow around? Look at look at look at the muscles. Yeah, she's strong. Isn't she strong? So lovely Christmas memories there. Uh, presumably on Christmas Day, we'll all be sat around the wireless listening to this, and uh, Dad will be looking sheepish in the corner. Yes, he will. Be. <coughs> or possibly not at all. Maybe he'll just be coveting your um, grandfather's <laughs> DVD. <laughs> sat with the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a what a what a what, what is it? What a scene there! What a comely image. Well, so, um, <laughs> listeners, why don't we pull ourselves together and together move on with our lives? The Christmas tree's on fire, it's burning down the house, flames again. Oh no, she shouldn't make that noise anymore. <laughs>
Well, listen, that's the sound of a fire at Christmas. Um, it um, certainly is. Well, actually, the song clearly uh, said that it was uh, in late February. Sure, of course. Sure, sure, sure. Of, sure, of course. sure. Now, so, we, listeners, dispose of your Christmas trees carefully in a napkin. Uh, now, this show, uh, that, that Christmas tree was on fire. And yes. metaphorically, this radio show is on fire. It really um, is. Now, um, but you, Not metaphorically, you, really. You, 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 you would imagine it can't get any hotter. Well, let's oh, just... Oh, you'll imagine it can't get any there hotter. There we are. See, it's getting hotter already. But um, even further, you'll, you, you'll, you'll imagine it can't get any hotter than it is now. Uh, but um, we, are, um, we are expecting later in the show a hot young band turning up to sing us some Christmas carols and Christmas songs. Christmas, so, yes, um, Christmas songs so are coming in later Very excited on. about that, yep. so stay tuned. Oh, uh, yes. In the meantime, William, I've got another Christmas anecdotes so um we'll um we'll, we'll, we'll go back a couple of years well a christmas present we got for mother ah mother, mother. <laughs> um <That was> strange <laughs> uh, we went to um carla we and i went to uh go and get mother a christmas present and uh, we were in a garden center because she likes the gardens and uh we um, we stumbled across the um a, 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 a ceramic duck model but just yeah. just the head yeah the head had cracked off of the uh of, uh, of of the rest of the body of the duck, uh, not by our intervention. No, it must certainly. be said. No, no, there we, was no crime. No, no, we we just found it by the ground. Um, so um, so <laughs> we offering just by <laughs> We picked it up. And we thought, oh well, that, that's fun. Maybe we could use that. And then in the distance, we spotted some enormous stone nude men without heads. You know, the yeah, kind of, kind of uh, uh, like a male version of a Venus de Milo. Certainly headless though. Certainly. So uh, we spotted those, and, we, and wouldn't it be wouldn't it be spiffing wheeze if we managed to somehow. Somehow, Frankensteinianly um, <laughs> attach the duck's head to yeah. the nude man's body. Yes, precisely. So because it... that's exactly the kind of thing that Mum really digs. Yes, I mean, she loves that kind of thing. Exactly. So uh, we went and found a shopkeep and uh, negotiated with them for us to have the duck for free. Yep. Uh, tried to explain what we were planning on doing with it. I don't think it really worked. I think she just wanted us out of the shop, really. Yeah. And uh, took it home, melded the two together, and it's yes. a terrific scene. Yes, it really was, it wasn't was, it? Yeah, science and nature, wasn't it, Will? It really was, but it was definitely in the spirit of Christmas. That's right. So we were but we were greeted on oh, Christmas Day. Mother was all very excited. What on earth is this that's been drawn yes, into this the house? Very, very heavy object, this artifact which has arrived in my house and well, lo and behold, and didn't the cows in the in the manger and stable know? <laughs> lo and behold and didn't the shepherds behold our Lord? Lo and behold it was a duck's head on top of a male torso. That's right. It was duck later, man. Yeah, and it was later pointed out by um, a good friend of the family, Mrs. Vivian Wilson. Um, it's a very odd sight because you, you never really think of ducks as having balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they do. But it was the main thing she took from that image. What a day. That was a what great a, day. A, that a was day. a great day. One of the finest presents ever given. That's right. And that, that was a gift in the, very much in the, in the spirit of the season. And yes. uh, this next piece of music is definitely in the spirit of the season, Will. Oh, so really? I would ask you to sit back and enjoy this most reverential of pop songs. Goodness sake! What's going on? All the unwanted Christmas gifts received by children in the ten parishes will be piled high outside the co-op in Wiverliscombe on Tuesday and set alight by conceptual artist Graham Guppy. Guppy will have been harvesting gifts on Christmas Eve as the children sleep and making judgement calls about which presents are good and which are bad. The work, called Hetty's Repost, will be on display for three days and Guppy hopes it will win him a big prize and loads of cash so he can move out of his mum's house. And Horatio Buccio, principal beekeeper of the Ten Parishes and profound ditherer, will be finally getting around to his presentation on bee husbandry. The presentation, which we've all been hearing about for months, will feature a slideshow, nibbles, exotic dancers, live demonstrations, public nudity, a raffle racism, free use of the tea urn, and a little kiss. 
It'll be happening in about 10 minutes, just outside the Kingfisher Chippy. So, Christmas celebrators, you decide. Horatio or Bushio? As New Year approaches, Storley residents are preparing to align themselves with the Kurdish calendar, meaning that while the rest of us are stuck in the year 2016, they will advance to the year 2628. Preparations are already underway to acclimatise to the future, with airspace being freed up for hover cars, all food thrown away in preparation for pill meals, and the subjugation of the human residents in readiness for being overrun by their new robot overlords. And a large swarm of aggressive anti-Christmas demonstrators will be gathering outside 10 Radio tonight. The demonstration, which will be pointlessly opposed to an essentially secular version of a religious festival, will be attended by atheists, vehement agnostics, Muslims, Jews, Hindus, Sikhs, Buddhist Wiccans, and the multi-instrumentalist nonsense merchant Toby Keith. The demonstration will not be attended by any members of the police force, as there is no likelihood that any members of this task force will be able to agree on a reason for their opposition to Christmas. And because you can't fight at Christmas... January will pursue me here, and in most towns that means the January sales. Wiveliskim is no different in that respect, with the exception that the town council have decided to have a bit of fun with wordplay, and will systematically burn down every shop in the town and replace it with a pile of sales, like what you have on ships. The sales will not be on sale, but they will be in January, so it sort of works. And Janet Mangle, out near the old car park, is going to be extending her festive goodwill even further this year. Janet, who has been previously known for being the life and soul of Christmas, is planning on bringing the seasonal spirit of harmony to the inmates of frequently maligned and basically normal Preston Bowyer. Janet's intention is to arrive in the Hamlet's Justice Arena, smile broadly, remove her hazmat suit, and welcome the residents for hugs and well wishes. And we will all miss Janet. And those are the things that are happening in uh, the 10 parishes over the next fortnight. And if anybody asks you in six months' time, how was your Christmas? You will not legally be allowed to say it was great without having attending or attended all of these events. So, uh, you know, go forth. Ah, that was a wonderful Christmas message from Marky Smith. Mm. Oh, mm. What a devilish brute. And now, listeners, uh, we are going to do more Christmas presents. Yay! Yay! Reminiscence, stay tuned for the uh, Hot Young Band coming in to sing some Christmas songs later. Oh, yeah! William, uh, adopt the position, eyes closed, hands out, ready to receive a big surprise. Mm. So, which one? The bag of tricks. Oh, this one is kind of wrapped because it's delicate. Um, so... There we go. Well, that's that's for you in his hand now, William. Open, open up. Can you see? Oh, now I can I can see two faces peering out at me from some paper. Yes. Um, I would gather. I would guess they're Dutch. Sure, but they look a bit Dutch. What what, what are we looking at here? A porcelain figurine, maybe? Uh, yep. Um, we've got uh, porcelain figurines at the moment. Uh, still largely wrapped. Just these scary eyes peering out at me. Uh, the one behind slightly higher. Uh, with a. Uh, Look of a brooding menace, I would say, on the face, and um, uh, and, and the one in front, uh, lower height. I'd say a kind of look of wistful pleasure. Shall I take away the uh, paper and see what they're up to? You've nailed it. I um, well, good lord, they actually are. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, what now? Um, now then, I mean. William, why don't you just uh, do, what? What, what, do you, what do you explain to the listeners what you're looking at? Here? Well, the person, um, the person with the uh, uh, the wistful look is uh, on hands and knees uh, in front of a person in a uh, lovely kind of Dutch style uh, blue smock, and the person uh, in the Dutch style blue smock has got one arm up, a look of anger, as if there's some kind of uh, yes punishment of some sort going on. It's a, it's a it's a wonderful scene. It is a wonderful scene, Simon. I'm trying to work out where in my house this is going to go. <laughs> I think it's going to go in the kitchen. While you're making your risotto. Yeah, precisely. You can look up and think, oh, things could be worse. Yeah, this is true. I can look up and think, I probably best get on with this risotto. <laughs> that's true. It's a motivational tool. It really is, Simon. So, so there you are, listeners. Um, that's, that's for William. Excellent. I've, I've received yet another motivational tool. Simon. What? Simon. Yes, sir. Um, would you like a present now? Now? On Christmas Day? On Christmas Day, Simon? Well, it is legal, isn't it? You well, should... yeah. You shouldn't be okay. opening them on Christmas Eve. If this you uh, did, listeners, then uh, you're awful sinners. And, uh, well, the... Anyway. Well, imagine if Jesus had got his presents on Christmas Eve. Well, it, it, How would that even have happened? <laughs> I mean, it would have been messy. I mean, that would have been awful. 
there's a question mark over the edit. <laughs> <laughs> That bit. <laughs> yeah, there's we a haven't big... said anything. Simon, would you like a present? <laughs> yes, I would. Right. There's a big Ofcom shaped question mark. There really is, isn't there? Simon? Yeah. Um, right. Uh, this time around, Simon. Yeah. I would like you to close your eyes Done and it. put your hands out in front of you as if I was going to place something within your hands. Sure. Uh, I think this time around you deserve this one. Um, because I know that you've made interesting steps as far as travel goes this year, so I've got you. Can I open them? Yes. Feels bookish. It's bookish. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the book is Drive Around Norway. Yes. <laughs> what, a, what an amazing idea. <laughs> Subtitle, again in italics, a handy guide for the motorist. Yes, a guide for the holiday motorist. Uh, yes. Drive Around Norway by Robert yeah. Spark. So, Precisely. Food and drink. Yes. Usually a cafeteria by the roadside. <laughs> Inexpensive, but sometimes rather drab. <laughs> Page 42. It's, this is the joy of it, Simon. I, I've stood in, uh, once again, British Heart Foundation, actually, this time around in Taunton. Yeah. Uh, for quite, or British Red Cross, rather, um, for quite some time, um, just reading it and not really being able to find anything positive to say about <laughs> Norway. <laughs> Here we go. I'll just open up page 66 under the shopping heading. Although there are plenty of attractive things to buy in Norway, it has to be said that it's not really a shopping country. <laughs> Smaller towns have few interesting shops, although the larger centres and cities offer a wide choice of merchandise. In converted commas, <laughs> souvenirs tend to be similar. If you've seen one selection, you've nearly seen them all. <laughs> it has nothing positive to say about the experience the book, of book, driving the book around. may as well be called Drive Through Norway Quickly, <laughs> as yeah. quick as you can. So there you go, Simon. It's the most up-to-date driving through Norway um, information I could find. It's... That's the 1990 <laughs> reprint, but it must be said it was written in 88. Oh, that's amazing. Extraordinary. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed, William. It's I'll, okay, I'll Simon. I'm reading that book and, yes. and having read it, never going to Norway. Yes. <laughs> it sounds appalling. Um, <laughs> it is. Mama Sita Santa Claus Wesley and indeed listeners uh, you are in good hands this is you, you so really are this sorry, is sorry not, not in service. service the Christmas special silent night stille nacht krampusnacht of course we've all had Christmases before haven't we well yes yeah, certainly of course I we mean, have I mean everyone's had Christmases only before only the thick have uh, not only the thick have not yeah Newborns. Certainly, sir. Yes. They are so stupid. They're massively stupid, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're actually people yet at no, that stage. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, one of the things that's happened to me, Simon, before yeah. Christmas, mm. um, is that, well, you know, sometimes you're working in retail, you're going to have to get up a little bit early. Oh, And it's going to kind yes. of stall Christmas a bit, isn't it? Yes, it is, yes. Well, well there was a time before I was at my Nectarfield supermarket, um... Uh, where I was working for another company, also retail, and um, they very much liked the idea of Boxing Day sales. Oh, this was um, uh, Computer World, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. I was I was trying to think of an acronym for PC there, but I really... <laughs> no. So, <laughs> um, yes, and they, they very much wanted me in at, at six o'clock in the morning on Boxing Day. Say what? Say what? They wanted me in at six o'clock in the morning on Boxing Day. I said it again. And <laughs> Mum obviously was distressed about this because that kind of interferes with the whole business of having a lovely Christmas day. So we went, well, tell you what, because really a Christmas spirit is what you drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we decided the thing to do right at the start of Christmas morning yeah. was to start knocking back the uh, 50% Greek uh, dessert spirit grappa. <laughs> I mean, from about eight in the morning, we were drinking grappa, which... Um, it's what Jesus it, would have wanted. It's exactly what Jesus would have wanted. We, we made the sensible and tactical decision that what we should do was get drunk very, very early so I could spend the rest of the day getting over it. <laughs> That's not how you assemble a cooked lunch, Simon. That's not at all how you go about the business of assembling a cooked lunch. Uh, no. That's how you get way too drunk by 11 yeah. and realise you haven't really made much of a start and then try and potter the way through. I think it's one of the latest Christmas lunches we've ever had. And of course, you know what? If you yeah. spent the entire morning polishing off a bottle of grappa, yeah. 
you're not going to get to the afternoon and go, well, now it's time for me to be sensible. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's time to get my business head on. Right, let's get this Christmas cracking. Christmas crackers. Oh, nice. Yeah, very you, good, you yeah. see lovely work yeah. there. Um, no, no, not at all. Simon? Yeah. I, I didn't get in for six in the morning. <laughs> I turned up dishevelled, barely wearing my shirt at about seven and stared at the tall people who worked there and went, yeah, have we had any customers yet? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, that's computer world's lost, Will. What an exceptional employee. I think we had Always five, thinking ahead. I think we had five Drinking customers ahead. before noon. <laughs> I should have taken the grapper in with me. <laughs> Get yourself nice and pissed. Drunk. Um, or then, angry. And then, um, and then dealt with the customers. Now, William, what, a, what a, a lovely anecdote. And let's keep the party spirit going with pulling another cracker. Are you ready? Yep. One, two, three. Go. Boom. Hooray. Simon wins. Simon wins. Simon wins. Your and ball's falling out. A fun ball. What a wonderful Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. And this next piece of music, it's all about a massive car crash on slippery roads. So, what a day indeed. Christmas here in a southern state They sometimes shut the inner state Cause holiday Christmas Come in there. My name's Trey Munkle. Y'all ready to snuggle up under the old star spangle and learn about the men and women folk of the home of the brave? Settle your britches as we learn about great American lives. St. Nicholas was the jolliest motherfucking American one ever lived in the great U.S. of fucking A. He had a powerful gift for gifting shit toys and money and other bullshit, and he could fucking ask for it. And those motherfuckers always fucking ask for it. He gifted a shitload of sweet shit to these bunch of kids out in the Bronx, and they was all like, holy motherfucking shit, St. Nicholas, your gifty motherfucking ain't no mistake in your massive ball bag. Nick didn't take no shit from no one who didn't deserve a big fucking gift of him. And he ladle out a whole ass load of coal on any motherfucker get on his blacklist. He didn't take shit from no one. Badass motherfucker say Nick. If y'all don't believe me, then y'all got a shitload of coal coming, believe. He's still doing it. And if y'all hear jingle bells, holler out. Get your fat ass down and give me some shit, yo bitty motherfucking fat ass. That's the story of Christmas. It certainly does, listeners. Uh, it towards does. the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, I've only literally that is the first time I've gone. That's a ridiculous line, isn't it? Christmas comes this time. Yes, it does. <laughs> what? What? As St. Swithin's Day, Shrove Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, all the rest yeah. of them are slightly more flighty, aren't they? <laughs> you remember when Pancake Day was in November? What was that, that about? What was going on there? Yeah, lovely, lovely Peter K material there. <laughs> that's, that's right, listeners. Now on Christmas Day, sorry, not in service. We uh, we were debating there what to do, and William said, "Well, what to do in the next link?" And William said, "Well, Simon, what I really want is another present because it I'm is. a selfish man. I am. I am. I am a selfish, selfish man. That's right. And driven uh, by my manly need <laughs> for water and food and." shelter 
and uh, and the rest of it. So, uh, so listeners, I'm going to cede to his demands. Respiration. And, uh, and um, I'm going to ask him once again, in the time-honoured tradition, close your eyes. Yes. And trust in me. Just in me. Now, William, uh, just reaching into my fun sack. And, uh, yep, it's time for this one. Uh, All right. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased with this. So, um, I'm, a, I'm alarmed by the regularity with which you're pleased by these things. May I open my eyes? You certainly can, sir. <laughs> he, he likes it, listeners. Oh my god, that's right. Okay, so Simon has given me a uh, copy of the classic Russ Tamblin film, Invisible Dad. <laughs> that's right. Tagline: sir. He's out of sight. <laughs> And there is a, and the image that illustrates Invisible Dad is a uh, dressing gown and a pair of slippers and a pipe which has got smoke coming out of it and a dog holding a newspaper, but no man, no man here where there should be a man. The dad is invisible, that's the idea. The dad is invisible. Well, I'll ask you to flip it over and just have a quick look at the blurb. Invisible Dad, he's out of sight. Doug Bailey's dad is weird, but a strange machine in the garage now makes him invisible too. (laughs) As he vanishes into thin air, Mr. Bailey discovers that his secret powers can help him defeat a co-worker with evil plans. (laughs) You looking forward to this film, Will? Strangely enough, I kind of am. I'm I'm intrigued by this. Is your lady house partner home when we get back, when I I drop you back? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid she is, yeah. That's a shame, because we could have got some popcorn. Oh, update. At the time of recording, apparently I'm actually now allowed to call on my girlfriend. Oh, really? How exciting. At time of recording. In (laughs) (laughs) three weeks' time, who knows? It depends whether we burst in and insist we watch Invisible Dad as a a family. (laughs) (laughs) He's out of sight. He's out of sight. Um, have you looked up the works of the other works of Fred Olin Ray, Simon? Is this the director? Yes, this is the director. No, I haven't, no. Yes, I think Simon. Yes. We might have to have a little breakdown of the other works of Fred Olin Ray after this. If you but would, Simon, sir. you know what? I think it's about time that I returned this gesture. Simon, yes. close your eyes, put your hands out, and think of England. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. As I return unto ye, similarly, an item which has got curious stains on the front of it, I pass you. Similarly. <laughs> Invisible Dad's got strange stains on it. <laughs> this looks like the worst CD. <laughs> it's a CD, listeners. Possibly the worst CD I've ever seen. The case is broken, obviously. Yeah. The I guess the band are called Shades of Green. I think they are. There's a coffee stain on the front. <laughs> and the, the CD is called Incline. Incline. I mean, isn't As that a, an emotive word for an album? Incline. <laughs> Gradient. <laughs> right, okay, good. Yeah. Um, Right, okay, so the, uh, the, the, the songs, two pounds. Two pounds? Uh, the, yeah, I know, I was amazed. <laughs> yeah, total playing time, 50 minutes. That's 50 minutes. I'm not going to be getting back in a hurry. No. Uh, Tony Scott's the singer. Martin Peters plays the piano keyboards, arrangements, and MIDI programming. And um, recorded at Pete's studio in Derbyshire. What really amused me is the fact that they actually they've got a GeoCities site, which excellently dates this. Actually, there were two things that seriously amused me about this. Yeah. Um, uh, one was uh, for um, for our more uh, permanent listeners. Um, permanent <laughs> listeners, you're, you don't have a choice. Yeah. I found this on exactly the same shelf that I found uh, uh, the Quantock Hoard. Almost, almost exactly the same place that in, I in found the, the shop. yeah in a charity shop. So I thought, well, that looks like fate <laughs> slash an awful CD. <laughs> That's for Simon. And secondly, and I kid you not, the the woman at the till. Uh, Everything I put her through, yeah. that was the only one she commented on. So she didn't comment on Ground Force. Yep. She didn't comment on Drive Around Norway. But when I put that in front of her, she said, Oh, that's really good, isn't it? What? <laughs> <laughs> Shades of Green Incline. So she knows this. Well, presumably. <laughs> Listeners, um, can I just suggest that we sit back and listen to uh, Shades of Green's uh, hit song, I Don't Feel Like Singing Today. No singing yet. No. Well, I'd imagine there wouldn't be. She doesn't feel like singing. Doesn't, today. Don't feel like singing today. <laughs> it's, it's the inclusion of the word today. Yeah. <laughs> 
when you oh. come oh, no. to the end of your rainbow and you find there's no one there your dreams are torn and tattered gone with friends that you well, I fear this, this album might be a steeper incline than I previously gave it credit for. I yeah. mean, the lady in the shop was right. It is great. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's probably going to be one of those sort of, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning headphone records that I think you really is, need I, to concentrate on. To yeah, get the I think benefit. this is very true. Uh, I, just, I just looked up the director of Invisible Dad. You'll be yeah. delighted to know he seems to do, well, his most recent film is in fact called The Christmas Gift. No um, way! Yes. Is um, it about a story about a man going into a charity shop and buying one of his DVDs? I imagine it is. It's quite self-referential. <laughs> Oh god! But also, uh, way back in uh, t- uh, 2013, he did also release Abner, the Invisible Dog. Somehow, I suspect he's got a plug-in for iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lovely little and lovely gifts all round. Oh, lovely gifts! Uh, and uh, and and you know. Uh, some might say all I want for Christmas is lots of lovely gifts like these and here's a song called All I Want for Christmas (laughs) Sun Thunder Explosion in a Japanese car factory will cause it to rain Datsun cogs. The weather this Christmas is only outside, so why don't you do the legwork for a change? It will snow throughout the 12 days of Christmas. Rain is condensed moisture of the atmosphere falling visibly in separate drops and will be happening in Stoke on Monday. It will not snow throughout the 12 days of Christmas. There will be a red sky at night for most of next week, so if you bump into a shepherd, revel in their joie de vivre. It might snow throughout the 12 days of Christmas. The phrase, Corp blimey, the gods have blessed us with fine weather, with not a drop of poisonous rain and no mistake in, will be conspicuous by its absence in Sunderland on Wednesday. And seriously, this bloody wind best stop for a start. Taking cover is advised in Durham over the next few days as rain is away for essential maintenance and will be temporarily replaced by spikes. And in conclusion, Marilyn Christmas. signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From Saint Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Aries. The sun on your back, the wind in your face, the rain on your hair, the fog in your mind. The impenetrable fog in your mind. The fog that hides a lifetime of regrets. This will clear on Monday. Taurus. You will spend Saturday morning looking out of your window at the sky, hoping for a last glimpse of Santa. He will take the opportunity of your distraction to break back 
in and eat one of your gerbils. Gemini. On Thursday, your credit card will be declined. The brief panic that this will instigate will be allayed by the reassurance that it is a miracle that a fragment of a Frosty's box got you this far. The panic will resume when Tony the Tiger comes a debt collecting. Cancer. The question of how best to deal with the leftovers is always tricky, especially at this time of year. Disposal in a single heavily frequented location should help to throw forensics off the case. Leo, your Christmas album will raise hundreds of pounds for a worthy charity, all of which is certainly admirable, but isn't as good as raising hundreds for a worthy new Dyson. Virgo, you will finally get the point of Christmas when a tiny child arrives with the largest turkey in the shop, all in the spirit of festive sharing. Libra, you will spend tomorrow tracking down and brutally savaging the thieving swine who stole from you before remembering that you don't even like turkey. Scorpio. A gift received will in no way measure up to a gift given. And apologies can only go so far in correcting this error. In the spirit of considered revenge, you will knit a giant hat that describes in intimate detail the failings of this gifter's personality. Sagittarius. You will get caught halfway down a chimney and contract pneumono-ultra-microscopic silico-volcanoconiosis. The condition will render you incapable of explaining your condition. Capricorn. A star will guide you to the spawning grounds where you will lay your eggs in a fine layer of gravel before a bear eats you. Aquarius. Autocorrect will cause your rendition of jingle balls to sound unexpectedly normal. Pisces. A very disappointing Christmas will end in you listening to a local radio station while the rest of your family quietly discuss your crimes. Well, it's Christmas in the country, and I'm turning off the gas. I'm putting stickers on my face and painting on my legs. We're going to have a... Christmas, Christmas, Christmas time, Sigourney Weaver, Christmas time! Oh, it's Christmas time, Sigourney it's Weaver Christmas. Christmas time, indeed. It, it really is Sigourney Weaver Christmas time. Uh, no, I'm not going to pull a cracker because I'm on my last one. So, William, it's time, I fear, to preview what's coming up later on the Ooh, show. Oh, yes, later so on the late, show. Listeners have been on tender hooks, tender yes. hooks, or whatever you want to call them. I think it's tender. Uh, or, or tender hooks, whatever you want to call them. Whatever you want that. to. Okay. Uh, it's Christmas, so let's not be quite so. Let's not be quite so combative, rigid with our uh, with our opinions, William. Um, listeners are on tender hooks, of course, uh, awaiting the truly wonderful pop band who are going to turn up in the studio later to sing us out with some Christmas songs. Indeed. Uh, but before we do that, uh, let's do the last of our gift giving. Yay! 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 So, William, uh, William, why don't you just close your eyes? I'm going to need you to keep them closed for a long time, actually, because okay. this is a complex one. So, you might want to. Can you close? Well, it's radio. It's, it's radio. It's, 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 no, it's, no, it's no big whoop if I've got to keep my eyes closed for a very long time. No, that's true. That's a good point. I just realised I could do this show with my eyes closed. <laughs> Are you uh, still closed, there, Will? Yes, yes, I'm still closed. I'm to, still closed. I sort of got to set up a scene. This like week. my uh, emotional availability to strangers. I'm still closed. 
How much longer are you going to be setting up things, Simon? Uh, I'm nearly there. I, so I'm really testing my ability to do a radio show with my eyes closed. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, we're nearly there. Okay, uh, nearly there. So, Still nearly there. Still working towards this nearly there. There we go, part. William. So, William, You're listening open to 10 radio there. your eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Simon, that's disconcertingly good, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> what in the name of Cruella de Vil have you done? <laughs> um, right, Simon, you seem to have given me a very, very small uh, kind of Japanese samurai helmet. Yeah. Oh, it comes apart. Yeah, it does um, come apart, yeah. It does come apart. Mm. Simon, that's, that's actually that's actually quite good. Is it? I quite like it. All right, okay. I thought it was rubbish, but no, that's fine. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. I genuinely quite like that, Simon. You've made a terrible tactical error because now what's happened is there's a good thing. But Okay, why have you... Okay, so, right. What is going on with the charity shops of Kruker <laughs> or Yeovil that this kind of thing turns up in them? All of the things I bought you, Will, yeah. came from the same charity shop. Really? Yeah. That's that's going some, Simon. That's yeah, going yeah, yeah. some. Um, so you, you've got a tiny Japanese I've got samurai a tiny helmet. There. Japanese samurai helmet. No japes to be found in this. No, 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 no japes to be found to whatsoever. Like I yeah, that, that's irksome. Mm. What have you done there, Simon? That's well, awful. Uh, yeah, I've made a bit of a tactical error, haven't I? Right. Okay. So, Simon. Yeah. Close thine eyes, boy. Certainly, sir. Now, hands out. Yeah. Hands out, because there's not much to set up here. Well, there could be. Yeah, okay, right. So, um, uh, keep hands out, but I'm going to do some explaining. Um, of course, in the past, um, every year, Simon has received an animal, which we can best describe as being a, a model of an animal. Oh, okay, fine, Which we can sure. best describe as perhaps um, making a noise. Ah! What have you done? Oh, okay, so a model of an animal that looks like it's in a great amount of distress. Yes, uh, the precisely. My, that my wife hates. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I've got a new thing for your wife to hate, Simon. Oh, good. Um, eyes open. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, listeners, it's a, uh, a plastic rabbit. Yes. Bunny, if you will. Yes. Um, and it seems to be internally lit. Yes, I mean, they're, they're, it is. The... The, the plastic itself is quite, uh, is it opaque? Is that right? Is that the word I'm looking uh, for? Translucent. Translucent, that's the one I'm looking for. And there is a, a small LED with a light switch, so this rabbit lights up, sort of around, mainly around the rear end of yeah, the rabbit. Um, yeah, it must be said and, that. Um, okay, where so. sort of the internal organs are kept. The head is remains unlit, so presumably at night, all you're just going to see is... Part of a rabbit body in the shadow of a skull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's truly awful, William. Well, you see, I thought it's probably about time I gave you an animal which somehow had far less character and was more disturbing as a direct consequence of it. Mm. It looks, it's too neat. In yeah. comparison with the owl that was made of shells and despair and errors in science, that is a, um... Well, that's a monster. Alarmingly I'll tell you what I'm going to do when I go home this afternoon... Uh, is I'm going to put the light on in, inside the rabbit and uh, pop it on the mantelpiece and then insist that Carla is the last one to go to bed. So when she turns out the light in the kitchen, <laughs> she sees this a glowing. She can be disturbed by this state of affairs. And I will text you when the scream arriveth. Excellent. I hope I can hear it all the way over in Torrington. And Merry Christmas. Merry Drumming there on Christmas Day. Now, listeners, we've been bigging up this next event uh, all evening. Uh, and uh, we are finally very pleased to announce that the hot new pop group have arrived in the studio. Come on in, come on in. So, uh, so lo lovely to see you, lovely to see you now. Uh, what, what's, what's your name? Uh, my name is Will Simon. And what's your name, Simon? <laughs> Simon, very much so. So, lovely. listeners, that's the uh, joke, if you will, uh, that uh, the... Um, <laughs> The pop, I am well. the, the pop group in is, question um, is, of course, William and I, the Sorry Not In Service Band. And um, some of you uh, who have been listening carefully will know that uh, William and I recorded a uh, Christmas album. Haven't we, Will? We did. Last time we tried to do a pre-record, um, as is so frequently <laughs> the way when one sets an eye on preparing for the future, yeah. we accidentally recorded a Christmas album. That's right, listeners. So, um, yeah, we've been raising money for mine. Uh, t today, which is the 6th of December, uh, we've raised 60 whole pounds. 60 whole pounds? That's right, and uh, which has been very exciting. The album is called And Very Sorry Not In Service Christmas. Uh, it's still going to be available to you. Uh, £5 for a CD, £3 for an MP3, justgiving.com forward slash sorry not in service and I must insist 
that when when you make your donation, when? leave your contact details. Uh, because I've spent most of the last few weeks getting uh, anonymous donations with nobody leaving contact details and then having to phone Barry and say, Barry, do you know who this person is? And then he gives me their address because Barry knows all. And he does pass out like personal information. <laughs> he just, will do that. If you just phone him and just yeah. go, Barry. <laughs> do you know who this person is? Yeah, I do. This is their address. Yeah, this is their address and, and this is when they're at work. <laughs> so, that's right. So, listeners, some pop music, some Christmas songs for Christmas you. Christmas pop music. the album... And sorry, not in service Christmas. Very exciting, live and exclusive here on 10 Radio. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to uh, get myself tuned up. Okay. Yep, that's in Yay, tune. That's Excellent. In tune. All the notes, one to seven. So uh, as we uh, start, this is a pop song called Neighbourhood Watch at Christmas Time. One, two, three, four. four. Neighbourhood watch at Christmas time is much the same as other times. The job is to look out your window and see if there's any crime going on. So there we are. Well done. Lovely stuff. Um, well done. Um, so, um, William, uh, uh, do you want to do a, do a song, William? Yes. From the Christmas album, live music here on uh, 10 Radio. Uh, 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 may I have the, the tool of our trade? Of course, um, William. Yeah, that's, that's, the right, that's the correct Beautiful. key. Um, and of course, uh, and uh, here, here is a cautionary tale from Christmas. Oh my goodness. <sighs> ice and snow, 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 trapped in a fridge at Christmas. Woo! Yeah! yeah! My goodness Oh, me. good lord. Well, why not, indeed. So, uh, lovely pop music here on 10 Radio. Isn't it good uh, pop music? <laughs> <laughs> now, listeners, and indeed, the wild crowd. Uh, we, uh, we're going to uh, carry on with the musical odyssey on this Christmas day, and this is certainly going to bring your Christmas day to a very messy climax. This song is called Different Types of Christmas. Crowd favourite there. How's it go? Uh, some days. Some days, Christmas, Christmas is on a Monday. Some days, Christmas is on a Tuesday. Some days, Christmas is on a Wednesday. Some days, Christmas is on a Thursday. Some days, Christmas is on a Friday. Some days, Christmas is on a Saturday. Some days, Christmas is on a Sunday. Yep! Quite right too. So different types of Christmas. There? Different types of cripes. Different cripes, and cripes really is the word. It certainly is. Christmas tripes. Now, <laughs> William, William, have for the listeners who are aching for more, and they really are actually physically aching, aching for wounded, more. Like doubled <laughs> over in pain, wishing for more. It's the only known anaesthetic that will get them through the rest of Christmas. Have you got uh, one final song to one, bring the whole thing to a big crescendo? Um, one final song. Uh, oh, we could have an acapella slightly longer. Oh, yeah, one. Let's, let's an acapella slightly longer one. Okay. Um, uh, should okay. we duet? Uh, we. Crowd well, sinking. They so, want uh, us to. Why well, we're going to find out whether this version is the same as the one on the album. <laughs> Crowd pleasing. <laughs> you haven't really listened to the album, have you, Will? No, I don't like it. <laughs> Just give me.com forward slash sorry not in service. <laughs> 50% of the people involved in its production enjoy it. <laughs> one, and a two, and a three, and a four, and a five, and a six, and a seven, and an eight, and a nine, and a ten, and an eleven, and a twelve. <laughs> I fired a gun at Christmas into the air. The bullet ricocheted off a turkey into the air. It splattered Rudolph in the face and brought the sleigh down onto your hair. The seven tons of carriage and reindeer smashing your skull, smashing your skull. I didn't get you a present this Christmas, so I guess I dodged a bullet. Welcome to Ten Radio, broadcasting to the. Hold on, and I just pressed the wrong button there. So very exciting news. You are listening to Ten Radio, broadcasting to the. Go, go, go away and buy yourself a Christmas album. Why not? Indeed, indeed.
And that's it, listeners. So that's the end, that's the of, end of the, the post-apocalypse Christmas <laughs> that you've been listening to here, stumbling around the wasteland as we are, wondering uh, where it all went. Listeners, as you're sat there, fat on turkey and family members, um, I think uh, you'll probably be sitting there thinking, my goodness, I must learn a lesson here because I mustn't get quite so... Uh, overdo it quite so much on Christmas to be Day. So, to be quite so engorged with intake. That's right. And it's all about learning lessons at the end of the day, isn't it? And at the end of this particular day, William, I'm asking you, <laughs> have you learned anything? I need to try and learn song lyrics as if they're actually written. Uh, you wouldn't think it, but ducks have balls. And the charity shops of Krukern have access to porcelain discipline instructions. Uh, avoid Norway at all costs. And Christmas crackers sound curiously familiar. And um, as it happens, that's exactly the same thing as the third thing I've learned. Will's personal noises are banging. Uh, so thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Sorry Not In Service. Sticks in the memory. <laughs> and we will speak to you uh, in, uh, in 2016. The future. We will. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. Well, listeners. Well, listeners. And are you well? Probably not. I should, I, should, I, should, I should hope you are after that. I, I would hope you feel much refreshed. Indeed. Uh, now, William, let's just pull the last of our Christmas crackers on yes. this The Christmas Day podcast. Lovely. You won! I won! You won! I see the thing that you've got. Simon has received a cookie cutter. It is in the shape of a Christmas tree. Why did the strawberry get a lawyer? Because he was a c- Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> he had to work really hard. Because the problem was, he was guilty, but he had <laughs> money. Right? And he was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy my way out of this. Yeah, because that's how the law system works. And you know what? He got away with it. The f***ing Merry Christmas, everybody. And we'll speak to you in the new year. <laughs> and on that note of <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> Good, Good. Good day, no. Good day, no. <laughs>